So Josh, you've been watching the Star Wars prequels? Yeah, just um, started it in the summer, carried it on a bit um, while I had a bit of time going. So what did you think? I I enjoyed it more than people feel I should enjoy them. Would you Would you think like Would you compare to like the Disney films? Like, are they as good or was they Are they as bad? Um, I, I I was texting my other Star Wars friend about this, and right. I was talking to him about episodes four, five, six, and one, two, three, and Solo and Rogue Squadron, uh, Rogue One. Right. Completely forgetting that seven, eight, and nine exist. So I don't know what that says. It's like I know seven, eight, nine exist, but they almost feel like another universe. If that makes sense. It's like they're X Men to Marvel. Sort of, yeah. I, well, so it, they 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 kind of felt similar, but not the same. I, I don't know why. Like, there's no real reason for it. It's just um, when I think Star Wars, I think one to six. I hadn't wrapped my head around seven, eight, and nine yet. Did you find it like different in terms of it's not just the usual Star Wars film? It's trying to do something different. Um. Well. Because I'm watching them in, I'm watching them in chronological order. So I can't really answer that question because I can't remember much about uh, the original three. Because um, it was like I think it was about four or five years ago that I watched them last time round. Mm. Um, and I'll be honest, I wasn't paying much attention. Like they they didn't they weren't grabbing my attention. So I feel like I was watching them whilst doing something else. Whereas this time I've been, I've actually sat down and watched these films because genuinely, um, this isn't the first time I've watched these films, but because I hadn't been paying attention the first time around, I had no idea what was going on. I remember thinking about Clone Wars and I was like, I have no idea what happens in Clone Wars. Um, and it's, yeah, so. I'll be able to. I might. I might be able to answer that question better once I've watched the original three. But um, yeah, I'm not. The thing is, like each each trilogy feels very different, doesn't? Don't they? Like this. And that's set, the point. Yeah. So this set is obviously um, it's like the beginning of all the CGI and everything, and it had a very everything felt very soft. Not like it was out of focus, but just the rendering wasn't very like high resolution or something um it just it it didn't have that crispness that you'd see in a modern star wars or a marvel film or something um and obviously the original had a lot more practical practical effects so um there was less cgi sort of taken up screen real estate screen real estate i guess um so it felt a bit softer on screen um it was interesting watching from a, from a story perspective, watching everything play out, and obviously you know how you know who Anakin is, and you know how the story is going to progress. And there's still that part of your mind that's like, no, don't do that. Um, you kind of want Anakin to win um, and not become Darth Vader or something. Um, do you remember also in? When we spoke about the last Star Wars film, like Episode Nine, uh, one thing I was complaining about was the sort of like the lack of civilization, and everything felt very much like the Rebels and the Empire, whatever it's called in at the First Order. Um, yeah. I was noticing in this film, sort of similar 
Um, so obviously we spent a lot of time uh, on that city planet, uh, planet city, whatever it, whatever you, whatever it's called. You know where the Senate is. Ah, um, uh, yeah. And it's yeah, yeah. and it's it's like like was it the first episode? They kind of have that car chase through. They're chasing Darth Maul through um, through all the like the traffic and everything, and they're like flying all, all through the skyscrapers and everything. That's episode two. Is it episode two? Yeah, and it's not Darth Maul, were, it's oh, a lady. Yes, sorry, that's just when they're chasing Boba Fett, isn't it? It's not Boba Fett, it's uh, a lady. It was his, um, it's his dad, or his clone dad, or whatever, yeah. Sorry, but yeah, that scene. Did you did you actually watch the films or what? Because it wasn't his clone dad either, it was a woman. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, it was. Um, it's a woman? Yeah, this was like three weeks ago, and I've been to work. She, um, she, uh, it's fine. So she, 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 she tried to kill Princess Leia. Oh, yeah. Was it Princess Leia? Oh, yeah, I think it was Princess no, Leia. No, you're right, it yeah. was. Why am I thinking it's Boba Fett or that clan? Well, Boba Fett is in the film, you're right, yeah, in that one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, well, but like you said about the politics side, I, I think that for me, like, at the time I was like, this is really boring. This is, why has he put this in there? But now, like, watching the Disney films, I, I can appreciate what George Lucas was trying to do. He was trying to make it a little bit different to what it was originally where it was just, like, blow up the Death Star. Um, I think you probably found it boring because... You, you probably found it boring because you were young. I think what is interesting is watching it and sort of really understand... Not really understanding politics, but really seeing what's going on. It's not someone stood in front of a whole load of people. It's someone very 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 slowly and delicately chipping away at democracy and turning it from democracy into um a dictatorship or whatever it it eventually becomes and it's like yeah i can't i did actually you know i I picked up on that and it was like the scenes themselves they weren't very interesting but it was quite interesting seeing i think there's only about across the four across the three films there wasn't that many scenes in the senate but it was interesting seeing the progression between each scene in the Senate about how much had sort of like happened um, in all the, you know, how much further into the badness they'd gotten. Um, and they were kind of, it's like boiling the frog, isn't it? Um, you, if you boil the frog, um, he'll jump out. But if you put him in cold water and then heat it up, he won't notice. And that's essentially what um, Palpatine w- was doing. He was kind of like, turning it up a little bit, blaming it on the war, turning it up a bit more, blaming it on the war, and then turn it up a bit, the final amount, and it was, by that point it was just too late and nothing nothing could be done. So, you know, very, very clever. And I thought for everything that had to be shoehorned in to make everything work, um, that seemed to work okay. Works better than um, the, uh, the the battle at the end of the first film with um, what what what's what's the race the Jar Jar Binks race the, the, the Gungans the Gungans yeah that was yeah oh, oh. that is genuinely because the first film I watched when I was like seven or eight or however I was when it came out was the Phantom Menace and I do always remember, I've always remembered that that scene that battle scene oh it's terrible that's that's the most. That's. I think that that battle must be the strangest part of all the Star Wars film. And I know there's this conspiracy theory about everyone hating Jar Jar Binks, so they had to sort of invent um, the other guy, who's Christopher Lee's character, Darth. Oh, Count, Count Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. So you know about having to invent him on the fly really quickly and sort of like throw away Jar Jar Binks and that whole storyline. And I don't know how much that 
bit is true, but it is just really weird that there's this this one sort of like battle scene um, that's so different to any other battle scene in throughout the franchise, and it's so silly in ways that just I don't know. I mean, Star Wars is silly because like in the Clone Wars, you got that bit where C three PO kind of gets his head swapped with the other with one of the um, with one of the droids, and that was kind of. That was silly in a... I don't know, like, cause, I don't know. Like, we we kind of love to hate C-3PO, don't we? But we just hate to hate Jar Jar Bink. It's re- yeah, it's really funny how, like, Star Wars is sort of funny in some ways, but we, we, we still take it so seriously. I think that's the problem where it's, everyone's like, they look at the Jar Jar scenes and they're like, this is really stupid and silly. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, it's really meant for kids, so kids are going to love this. But then... When you got these politician, you know, politics scenes, and it's like really long and boring, you're just like, well, is this actually meant for kids? What's going on? Like, yeah, I wonder if Jar Jar Binks, if Jar Jar Binks's actual character is like ten out of ten in terms of silliness and craziness, if they had dialed it back a little bit, so it was like a seven or an eight, so still a little bit like somewhat closer to like C three PO than what Jar Jar was. I wonder if that would have worked a bit better. Maybe getting rid of those ears. Those ears are just, they're almost offensive. At the time, though, like, the, the CGI was very impressive at the time, like, when it first came out. Yeah, and I suppose that's what they were trying to do, wasn't it? They were just trying to show it off. Yeah. But in, And actually, but it really showed in that film, um, it, that, that battlefield is where the CGI was so obvious yeah. because there was one particular scene where they come up the hill and there's nothing rendered. There's no hill, uh, There's no trees, there's no bushes, there's just... A flat grass texture and the the characters off in the distance. It's like ah, this is the early days of CGI. Well, if, to be honest, it wasn't the early days of CGI though, was it? It was just it was just like the early days of like full scale CGI. But yeah, it was. I still think like so. What would you say like in terms of what's your best out of the three? Um. So episode one, episode two, and episode three. What's your best out of those three? I'll probably go with number three, but it's the the other thing that's quite difficult is remembering. I know when you I literally watched them like within the last six weeks, and I'm already starting to think. Wait, was that scene from film one or was it from film two? So like, the, the the boundaries are getting a little bit blurred. Uh, the the Yoda fight scenes. I remember that being a huge stink when those films came out. Um, I don't know why. Why was everyone so against the, those fight scenes? Like, I remember, like, oh, CGI Yoda, you know, it's like... But he's a Jedi. He he should be fighting, shouldn't he? You know, using the Force, using the, the lightsaber. Well, if you remember in episode five where um, Yoda is tr- training Luke... Yeah. And Luke is in such a hurry to get, like, things going and get trained and just get it all done. And, you know, you don't be silly just wh- whipping out your lightsaber. Lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. I, no, but that's the whole thing, though, isn't it? Because that that is still true, though, because Yoda didn't get his lightsaber out until the very last second. He probably should have got it out a little bit earlier, and because um, I didn't like two other Jedi's die on his watch, or was that just before he arrived? Um, no, that was with um, yeah, no Samuel L. Jackson. He went in with two other Jedi's, and they both died within like three seconds. But no, like I, I feel like Yoda, he he almost he did kind of play the sort of like walking cane bit and everything so everyone sort of like underestimated him and then he kind of comes out with that pretty like not violent or brutal but that fight scene in the senate he he took some pretty hard hits and some hard falls and everything oh that's that's a good scene no i like i do like that scene 
Like, he's... yeah, and it's like so he's he's clearly a strong, physically strong character. At you know, at this point in his in his life, I don't know how I think he's just like a thousand years old or something, didn't he? Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah, but you but you think a thousand years in human years is old. You're not thinking a thousand years in whatever Yoda is. So he might not be the spring chicken that Anakin and um, Obi Wan are in these films. But you know, he's he's still very much capable of fighting. Um, especially, well, especially when it's counting uh, fighting Count uh, Dooku, who's also not terribly young so you would say episode three and then out of the other two what would you say what is your best like so number three is number one number two it... i couldn't put either in either to be honest i would say for me it's definitely number three i would say number three is probably better than some of the disney films that have come out um then it's number one that might surprise people i think number two is actually the worst film out of the three yeah i feel like no i don't want to say not a lot happened in film two but it you know is the thing with trilogies is it quite often everything happens in the first film and the last film the middle film is just something to get you from the first to the to the last um and that's true of other sort of like disney franchises like think about pirates of the caribbean the first one was a great film the third one ended the trilogy quite well and the second one whilst it was still a good film it wasn't as strong as the first or third one and then they kind of did another three or four films and kind of killed the franchise but it, that's that's a common thing with trilogies isn't it like the middle one is usually the one where it's a bit more boring so that's i don't, I don't think it's too surprising do you, do you remember the scene in episode two where he goes to some sort of 50s or six? Uh, he goes to some cafe, doesn't he? Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he starts hugging this like CGI character. And you're like, what in the world is this all about? What was he thinking him going to a cafe? to? He went to some sort of cafe, didn't he? To do some investigation work. And he wanted... This is with this is right at the beginning with um, Anakin. Where they kind of jumped the line. No, I don't think so. Anakin was on a... I think he was with Princess Leia. Oh, was it? on his own investigating. Yeah, he went to some sort of diner. Oh, yeah, sorry, the American diner. And we're like, and we're like, what? what is going on? Why is... <laughs> what were they thinking putting that in? We went to meet a contact. Yeah, I know, but he'd meet him at a cafe, you know, and you're like, just, just doesn't... It's, a di- it's, a, it's an American diner. Like, that's quite different to a cafe. Yeah. It, well... Yeah, it no, it just it make, doesn't belong for me. No, it does. It makes perfect sense because nah. you know, no, no, no. What? No, because a diner is usually on our, an American highway, so lots of people stop by and lots of people talk too loud about what their plans are. So this guy who runs the diner will inevitably know a lot more than he should know and sort of become a bit of a um, a, a knowledge person you know because he's either talking to regulars and sort of like gaining trust you know basically what he did with obi-wan or just eavesdropping in or listening to people who are talking too loud and just happens to know what goes on so it's good to show the audience how you get from a to b because sometimes you're like well how did how did obi-wan know to go to that planet how did he know to go to that mine or whatever but if he gets, if if you know, he goes goes to meet his contact, gets the information, then and then he goes because it wasn't a terribly long scene. It was like a couple of minutes at most, wasn't it? So yeah. Well, I just I don't remember that. I just kind of tuned out. That doesn't really belong in the Star Wars. So. You should have. They should have probably done a bit better in terms of contacts. 
But um, I was wondering if you've seen... Uh, so, since you've seen the films, have you seen the big reviews for these no. films, the Red Letter media guys? No, I haven't. So the thing is, like, they came out 10 years ago and they, like, they totally rip apart the films. But the problem is it's created this culture where everyone's like, these films are just terrible. And now that the Disney films have come out, now they're criticising the Disney films and you get to a point where you're like, you can never really be happy what other people have produced. You know what I mean? And I, that's why I kind of appreciate these films. So I'm like, George Lucas, he had a plan. It didn't go very well, but at least he wanted to take it in a different direction where Disney have just pretty much rebooted the original series. There, there's more to just blowing up a Death Star. There's politics. There's 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 love. You know, the, the, even if it's really bad writing and you've got <laughs> Anakin and Princess Leia. Is it Princess Leia? I keep saying Princess I don't think it is Princess Leia, is what? it? I think it's... Um, Pad- Padme. Padme, sorry. I keep saying Princess Leia. What am I... Princess Leia was his daughter. Yeah. That would be... <laughs> I mean, I know, there's oh, all... I know there's a bit of incest in this um, Star Wars universe already. Um, but no, Princess Leia is his daughter. Sorry about that. Yes, Padme. But at least there was something different. You know, I could... I, I can watch it. And I can appreciate what he was trying to do. Some of the actual... Well, he's putting a bit of, he's putting a bit of passion behind everything that Darth Vader has since done. Like, everything... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's the origin story, isn't it? Like, I, I know they weren't, super popu- they weren't super popular back then, but, like, it's a pretty long origin story. Most superheroes only get one. Uh, yeah, the, that's, uh, that's a good point as well. Like, a lot of people say, you could actually just skip episode one and just go straight to episode two and start off where Obi-Wan and Anakin are in the lift and they're talking about like their training, his training and stuff. You yeah. don't even need to see episode one. And you're just like, what, what was the point of it? The only thing you learn is the secret guy who's got the hood up. Yeah, and then, well, because the other thing is the, the Clone Wars, that is a super confusing film because the stormtroopers are on the Jedi side and it's like, what's, go- what's going on here? Well, because like if you come from watching four five the, and six, yeah, if you come from watching four five six and you know that stormtroopers are bad, then you go to one two and three and you're like, wait, those are the good guys now. And I realise they kind of started because they were supposed to be the bad guys, and then the good guys stole them because they had the key because they could take them. But it was just, it was just really, it was like it was slightly jarring. Is because um, again, like. I've seen the battlefields from uh, the battle, you know, the the the, the fight scene um, in that sort of like battle ring. Um, I remember seeing that years and years and years ago. Um, but then watching it again, I was like, oh, they're not fighting the stormtroopers. They're just they're just fighting the droids. But the stormtroopers are helping them, and it was just really confusing. And that's you know someone who's actually like kind of seen them all now. And that's um that's a good point. I want to just ask you like say. Say if you had the chance to watch it all over again, like any like you haven't seen any Star Wars, what would you recommend to someone? Like, would they would you start on episode four, five, and six, or would you watch it one, two, three, four, five, and six? Because uh, let's remind everyone that four, five, and six came out first, and then George Lucas decided to make the prequels one, two, and three. So a lot of people watch four, five, and six, and there's a reason why I would suggest watching four, five, and six. But let's let's see what you want to say. You know, what do you think? 
Uh, it's difficult because I would like to say watch them in numerical order and put the single films so of Solo and Rogue One in, in the correct places in between-wise. However, I know that the pacing in 4, 5 and 6 is a lot worse than it is in the more modern films just because they're films from the 70s and a lot of films have from the 70s have this problem where they're just very slow and they're going to feel slow no matter which way you watch them but if you go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 they might feel painfully slow. I don't know, like I would want to say watch them in numerical order. Um, I know people have opinions on that and they might say that 1, 2 and 3 will put you off and that you won't ever watch 4, 5 and 6 but then like you know when you have a nice meal you always save the best to last you know if you have a steak well no I eat the chips I don't always eat the, eat, don't always eat the chips you know, I know some people just be like don't watch the prequels at all ever just watch 4, 5 and 6 well for me I would always recommend watching the originals first not because the prequels are like terrible and you shouldn't watch them but because the big twist in episode 5 and it gets ruined if you watch 1, 2 and 3 first yeah well yeah I'm kind of wondering all of that because uh, when it first came out episode 5 that big twist that you everyone should know if they've seen Star Wars so if everyone's seen Star Wars that big twist in episode 5 it gets ruined if you watch 1, 2, and 3 well, first. Well, that being said, I don't think there's a single person who would be capable of watching Star Wars who doesn't know <clears throat> that Darth Vader is Luke. Because well, it's, it's such a pop culture... Little... You know, everyone knows it. It's in Toy Story 2. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a well-known yeah. thing. I don't think... Um, I don't think anyone... like. Jen hasn't seen Star Wars and she knows it. I think I think if you're a certain age, like, say, because i got my daughter, if she ever wanted to watch Star Wars, then I'll make sure that she, she won't... She won't well, I'll make sure that... No, but it pops up It pops up on the internet, you know, in it just pops up randomly. Hopefully she'll watch 4, 5 and 6 first and she'll get that, get that little... <gasps> well, you know... And then I can't wait. It'll be great. Yeah, possibly. But if she watches 1, 2, and 3 and then 4, 5 and 6, whatever... If, if it's on TV and maybe she watches it. Because I know it's on TV as well. They do not They do what you, you know, recommend is they show one, like, each. Because on, on, in the UK, sometimes they have it on, like, ITV. And they show episode one first. And then... Don't make her watch Star Wars with ads. Just watch it on DVD. I know. It's crazy. Or Disney Plus. Yeah, or Disney Plus. That's what I'm doing. Um, thing is, right, the... F- Episode 4 came out almost 44 years ago. Yeah. By the time your daughter sees it, it's going to be like a 50-year-old film. So what? So... No, I'm just like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, how how much longer will Star Wars be sort of like... Like, when the film is like 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old, will, still, will people still be talking about it as like one of the greatest films ever? Well, it's... That's another... F- topic to discuss probably but you know the like the special edition what george lucas did to improve the um cgi with with the original yeah. films so it kind of modernized the the, the the practical effects and added cgi and stuff but some of it was good some of it was bad but i think that has helped especially like maybe it's like some of the fight scenes but yeah 
I get your point, but I think because it it's dear to everyone's heart in terms of like you like my family, but like everyone's seen Star Wars. Even my dad, he likes Star. Wars. And there's some people that say, "Oh, I watched that when it first came out in 1977. I was in, I was queuing for hours and hours and hours." I just think uh, I think it's just mo- it's modern film where everyone everyone's gonna watch it, even if it's like I mean maybe like a hundred years from now, people will still be watching. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because we're not really watching films from 100 years ago now. Yeah. I know 100 years ago, film was still incredibly new, but, like, the most we know from that period is, like, Charlie Chaplin and there's a couple of other guys that I know are quite big names, but... But who knows? Who knows? I think it's such a big franchise and I think people, if they're going to make new Star Wars films, I think people will still watch the originals. And it's easy to watch as well. Yeah, see, it's, it, the, the interesting thing is that, I mean, to be fair with Star Wars, there's so much other stuff around it as well. Like all the kids' TV shows that kind of have been around for a while as well. Um, like even before Disney Plus. Because um, what's, what's the big TV show that it was? It did quite well, wasn't it? About five, ten years ago. Oh, the. Uh... The Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and from what I hear, because I, pr- I think that was always on TV channels we don't have, from what I hear, that's pretty well sort of like acclaimed. Like That's a pretty good TV show. The first iteration of that was actually a movie. And the movie was like, all the fans were like, this is really rubbish, this is really bad. And then they, they announced that they were going to make a TV series and people were like, no. But then suddenly, like... It got like it got really good reviews, and it just got, and people saying it's even better. Like it's the best Star Wars out there. And then they actually, and then the problem was is that Disney acquired the rights, and they cancelled it. The first thing they did was cancel the series. Yeah, I think they brought it back though. They have. I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of it, but I I hear it's really good. But it you have to be like I suppose to get into it. I I'm not sure, but. You have to watch probably like episode one, episode two, because I think it takes place between episode two and episode three. And then I think it does continues in episode three a little bit. So if you're kind of like been watching recently those movies, then you might get like, you might enjoy watching this TV series and explain more about the characters in those prequel But one, one of the things I did like, uh, Josh, in, in episode three is actually how darker it was compared to the first two. It was very dark. His eyes, his eyes, his eyes. <laughs> Hagen Christensen's. <laughs> I'm seeing them in my in my mind, but um, then I'm going to the um, Frodo's eyes in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, okay. And there's a, I think there's a very similar scene, isn't there? Yeah. The scene where he goes to his mum. That's in the second film, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, sad, man. And he and he and he kills all the um, whatever the sand dune yeah. people. But then in the f- third film, when he kills all the Jedi kids, that's oh, yeah. pretty bad. I don't think yet. Do we actually? Oh yeah, we see like a hologram of something he, when he starts. Yeah, we do. Yeah, they they play it back on the security footage. Even like the fight scene with Darth Sidious looked a bit silly, but it was okay. And then when he starts light, light using lightning and using against the lightsaber, and then we go back to. The last episode where episode nine where he's like, surely he would have learned his lesson by now. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I did enjoy episode three. I could I could probably watch that and pretty happy to watch it. Like the first 
the first scene where they get onto that ship and they manage to stop General Greedus and they stop the ship from like completely like it does crash into the planet but they manage to actually give it a stop the ship from that's a great scene it's a great scene it's a great scene it's a great opening act oh yeah that was pretty heroic wasn't it yeah yeah it's a great scene oh we just lost just a little bit of the ship half the ship has just fallen off the back but other than like the some of the writing pretty bad like episode two when he mentions the sand i hate sand it gets everywhere you're just like what what's he talking about I don't know. He was talking about when he was back on Tatooine. Oh, I can't remember. Was he on Tatooine? Was he on Tatooine? Yeah, no. I think you're right. I think you're right. Where did they pick? No, he wasn't on Tatooine. They just picked him up. He was on Naboo. They were on Naboo, and he was, was on Naboo. Maybe yeah. he was talking about ta- Tatooine, but I don't think he actually said that. Like... No, 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 no. He grew up on. No, Naboo was a desert planet as well. No, no, no Naboo. Naboo's the um, is the where Padme lives. What's the one with the pod racing? That was Tatooine. That's where Luke and all that live. Oh right, yeah. Oh yes. Because you see, you see. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so it's he grew up in a very sandy area, and I think when when they kidnap Anakin as a little boy, they take him off the when they take him to the first planet. He actually mentions about the lack of sand or something. I vaguely remember him commenting on it, but. Where he can't, you know, he's like, oh, I'm, I can't, the, the 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 climate here, I'm not used to it being so cold. No, he gets cold on the ship, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Padme, Padme gives him, he she gives him um, a, a cloak to wear and thus starts his infatuation with a woman who's 12, must be 12 years older than him. <laughs> did, did you did you notice that um, the one that is actually playing the Queen uh, Padme... It's actually Kira Knightley. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kira Knightley and Natalie Dormer. Yeah. And then it, the actual. Is that right? So two, the two of them play her at different points. Here's the biggest problem I have with these films: all the acting is really shit. Like Anakin, um, Padme, Obi Wan. They're all like cardboard. There's no. They're just so flat. All their de- their line deliveries, they're just... They're quite boring. I think they're incredible actors and actresses. But I think the yeah, problem... Like... The, the problem is, it's like... George is like, over there is like this and that. You just need to imagine that's there. And right behind it, because it's all in CGI and they look, it's just all blue screen. Oh, you just think it's not bad direction, but just not good direction. Yeah. Well, I think it's because there's no, they're not actually there, and you know that plays that plays a part into it. Where they're just like, oh, behind you, you're walking through this corridor, and you've got all these stormtroopers behind you, and this and that, and you, you know it can be. No, I don't. I mean, maybe, but like, I've done like theatre, and in yeah. theatre you don't have a whole legion of army. You kind of it's in your head as an actor and you're on stage, and you can get that sort of passion. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like, there's a, there's a part of me that's like, have these have these actors not, not been on stage? Maybe maybe that's... If you're going to do CGI film, you need to do some years on stage first to kind of get that sort of 
imagination because when you when you do theater there is always this sort of suspension of disbelief because you know that you can't do certain things so you have to make it up in in your acting uh, maybe cgi actors need to kind of do some more stage work but no that's it was just something that i felt constantly through the film with different actors and different characters it's like so much and it was mo- well i say so many of the characters it was mostly the problem was it was mostly the main characters and they were just they're so boring in so many ways like the interesting ones died liam neeson got killed in like the first 10 minutes um um samuel l jackson didn't get much screen time either before he was killed um and then a lot of the a lot of the great acting went to the cgi voice actors to be honest well what about um the guy who played the emperor palpatine he was pretty good yeah he was good and that's the problem because it's like you've got someone on camera who is really good and you've got someone who's just reading lines and it's like i've done like I, I don't act, I do sound for theatre productions and I don't get paid for it, it's not professional by any sense of the imagination. But, like, when you've got two people on stage and, like, one of them is acting and the other is just reading lines, it's so painful to watch and it's so obvious as well. And it's like, these people are getting paid more per day than I get paid in a month. Do You should be doing more than what you, you're currently putting on on camera and if what we see is the best that they did like they cut out all the lines they flubbed and everything and they're just giving us the best performances well that some of them are just really bad or not bad but boring well who knows what's going on like yeah that's one criticism of the prequels where the delivery and, and the writing is just okay so it's not, it wasn't ju- it wasn't just me i mean i'm glad i'm not the only one who thought that of but... course no that's that's Everyone, everyone's seen that. Like, I think, I think the the one that really gets on everyone's nerves is uh, Natalie Port, Natalie Portman. Her, her some of her acting's like, and um, it was um, the one who plays Anakin, maybe in like the second film. But I think he steps it up in the third film. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who, I don't actually know who he is. Hadrian Hadrian Christensen, I think his name is. Yeah, I don't know how, how big he. I don't, he can't be a huge actor. Mm. No, I think uh, I think he stepped. I think he's um, oh, he stepped aside a little bit from being the, the main guy, main film guys. But um, one of the, one of the big, like when I I remember going with my dad and my brother watching this film, and the, the main thing we said after the the, the 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 first film, sorry, the first film, is um, well that was an amazing fight scene. But then looking back, you're like, it was. It was amazing, but at the end of the first scene, which fight scene was that? The um, sorry, the, oh, the film, the one, the one where Darth Maul and all they both, yeah, 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 yeah. But looking back, you're like, it was so scripted, and like as, as a kid, you're like, wow, that's amazing. You know, the sword fights were just like it was worth yeah. it just for that. You know what I mean? But but you know something? Growing up, that was the fight scene that Star Wars to me as well, like that is the scene that i saw and always remembered so yeah i know i know i know what you mean like that's um if you say star wars to me i i used to you know originally i was always thinking um a double-ended red lightsaber and then the guy with the weird face doing that sort of 
stance that he does where he's like half le- lent over or whatever. Um, so yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, it's a great fight scene, but like, and then the problem is you get a lot of these fanboys like, it's not really consistent with the rest of the franchise. You might as well try and keep it consistent. Right? Like if you watch the original films, they, they weren't jumping around. It was kind of like a, just a medieval style sword fight. Well, these are Jedi Masters, and so they're, like, really good at what they're doing, where Luke was just, like, barely trained. Like, he had use of the Force, but he wasn't very good at using it. Not all the time. He wasn't very disciplined, was he? Whereas Obi-Wan was incredibly disciplined, and um, Anakin was just gifted because he had all these mito plasms in his blood and he seemed to be the force so like yeah sure why why not let them jump 20 feet in the air that's another thing i just remembered about the first film it's the uh, medical aliens it depends how <laughs> the med yeah i i don't know what i can't remember what the name the met the meta medicalians plasms yeah and then, and then that was so creepy oh yeah we're just gonna take some blood out of this three-year-old well and then we're gonna well, scan the- it that that's another thing where everyone's like they kind of felt betrayed because everyone's like to determine how much force power you got you take you take this medicalium count and in the original films it's just like you know, um, you've got the force there's no like it's how well you study and become with the force like look at you you look at Yoda he's so he's so wise because he's spent years and years crafting his trade but it all depends now on medicalium medicalium's where um, hmm. I mean, it could be both. There's no, there's no reason why it couldn't be both. I mean, like, like episode one is the biggest. Like, if you if you really love episode five, then you're gonna hate episode one because there's a lot of stuff that just counter uh, countermines what episode five is saying. It's just like a big no. That's not like that, That's not right. This is this is how it is. And then you're like, uh, I don't really agree. I I agree what you were saying in episode five. Yeah, it, I think it would have been awesome if Qui Gon Jin survived Liam Neeson, but it's quite interesting because I've seen a lot of Liam Neeson films, but I didn't actually recognise him until he died. It's really weird. Um, you know, he has quite a distinctive look and quite a distinctive voice, and I just didn't seem to recognise him, which kind of shows that I guess he played that part well. I don't know, like yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think he's. Uh... It's probably the if you're gonna watch it, you're gonna enjoy his performance. Also, um, that something that's really good in episode one is the uh, pod racing scene. That is um, such, it's you know such a classic scene. Yeah, well, it, lo- it looks good still to uh, today, in terms of the CGI. They did very, you know, very. Well. And you, do you know something? I don't know though. Like, look at how clever Anakin was as. What a six-year-old, a ten-year-old? He should be able to like outclass Luke Skywalker when he's like a full-grown adult. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's almost—it's almost like they make him out to be too smart as a kid. Yeah, I think it went a bit too like you know near the end of episode one where he, get, he gets into the um he some reason he acts so stupid he gets into that little plane thing and he's like, what does this button do? And he starts pressing it. And oh, shooting and then. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he told me not to get out of the ship, 
but I'm going to fly well, the ship yeah, out off the face of the planet. Oh, I've still not left the ship. And he, and he destroys the def, like a Death Star kind of thing. He's like, well, I wonder what this does. Boom, 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 boom. And you're like, okay. And then he's like, whoa. <laughs> Time to leave. Let's go. I feel bad for that the guy who played um, Anakin Skywalker as well. In in the first film, because um, apparently he got bullied a lot, and he he just kind of like he went through this phase where he resented everything to do with Star Wars. Oh, well, that happens with a lot of kid actors, though. You know, didn't the Home Alone kid become a druggie? Yeah, he did, but he managed to sort himself out. But this one, the guy who played Anakin, I forgot his name, but he kind of resented everyone to do with Star Wars, like because he got bullied, and then he got. Jake Matthew Lloyd. Jake Lloyd, that's right. And then he got, I think he got over it and he started going to uh, Star Wars conventions and then recently he's gone back again where he's just completely lost. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure as a kid. You, you're you like, Star Wars is like the biggest thing on, on the planet. And then if someone doesn't like it and they think you're the cause of why the film wasn't so good in their eyes, then... It's going to be so hard as a kid because I think he had to go back to school and stuff and it, people were just bullying him, taking the mick out of him, and he just couldn't handle it. He was just known as the the guy from Star Wars, Episode 1. I think um, Star Wars Episode 1 is better than Episode 2, but it's it's not as it's not really good. It's not very good. It's not a high bar to be. I enjoy Episode 3, though, especially when he chops off Count Dooku's head. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, that was yeah, that was a scene, wasn't it? And then uh, I think Obi Wan is uh, unconscious, and he, uh, Palpatine's like, "Yeah, he has no idea." He's like, "Leave him. We'll we'll never make it." And he's like, "What do you mean, leave it? Just pick him up and take him." What the hell? But yeah, sometimes I I wish Disney would do like Adventures of Anakin and Obi. I think they are because they're like. At that point, they're, like, such good buddies. Like, Anakin, you were, a, you were a brother to me. You know, they're obviously so close and everything. It, it'd be great to see more of what they kind of got up to. Not, like, an origin story, but, like, I don't know. But that would be a sad thing to watch because it's, like, you, you couldn't watch that show without knowing what eventually ha- happened, so... Yeah. I think the main fight... At the end of episode three, it was, it was like it just go went on and on for a good forty minutes, and then it, it all ended, all ended him just being on a hill. And he's like, "You underestimate my power," and he tried to jump, and he like, and he chops his legs. Like, oh, that's how he became Darth Vader, was it? Yeah. Did we did we know Darth Vader had no arms and no legs? No, we didn't. Because I know that. Luke chops off. One of his appendages. Hang on. So, Anakin has one hand chopped off and both legs chopped off. Yeah. Now, the hand that he had chopped off, who was that by? Dooku? No. Yeah, it was. It was um, Dooku. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Did Luke Skywalker chop off the other hand? So, like, by the time Darth Vader is done with, he's lost both of his hands and both of his legs. See where I'm going? Yeah, I, he he chops he chops his hand off in episode six, I think, and then we realise he's a he's got some sort of wires. Oh, so so he chops off, so he chops off the arm he's already had chopped off before. 
Yeah. Okay. I was I was hoping we'd go for like the full set, but yeah. I think the next the next film for me is Solo. I think chronologically speaking, no, is that right? Uh, no. Rogue, 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 Rogue wow, One. Wow, you've already seen, you've seen Rogue One, though, haven't you? Yeah, but my my intention is to watch every film chronologically. Yeah, so I think it will. Well, it doesn't really matter to be honest. I think it'll be Rogue One, then Solo, and then Episode Four. But it probably makes sense to watch Solo. Is it? It doesn't. I don't. What I remember, it doesn't really relate too much to the continuation of the saga. It's a spin-off. Oh, no, of, of course. But um, the thing is, I actually watched it, like, over lockdown. So, like, Solo is one of the films I remember the most. Um, mm. I might skip Solo because I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying Yeah, that, so. and, I, and I'll save that to watch again in a few years' time, just so I don't, like, watch it again too many times. Um, Rogue One is a film I enjoyed, but for the most part is a film where nothing happens. It's just leading up to the one event where you're getting a hologram off and then Darth Vader appears in the last three seconds. So I will watch yeah. that before I do A New Hope. That's where I think at least the prequels have done something. Like, episode three kind of leads on to episode four. But not like full on like Rogue One where it kind of follows on like right on well, its doorstep. Well, Rogue One is like a baton. It literally passes the story on to episode four. Um, but that was the intention. Whereas obviously the prequels is just background origin story. Time wise, there's like, what, 20 years difference here? I've got to wait, wait for the kids to grow up. I remember, yeah, in episode three, the last thing we see is Luke... And Leia been handed to, oh no, sorry, Luke been handed to Uncle Owen, and Leia gets um, handed to that general guy, and um, and then we see Darth Vader and um, oh, what's that? What's that commander guy that was in? He was in Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, I don't, I can't remember what his name is, but he's the guy who passed away only a few years ago, isn't he? He was in Rogue One, but wasn't he yeah. in Rogue One as a tribute because he'd recently passed? Like, nah, he was. He was in. Uh, he died in the nineties. Who am I? He died. Yeah, but because they they reconstructed him into in his voice and appearance, but I can't remember his name. But yeah, it's it's a shame. I can't I can't remember his name either. But apparently they had a mold of his face. Yeah, yeah. And they met, but he was actually in episode three as well. Yeah, I saw him right at the end. Yeah, but they did it. They, so they didn't. But at, at the time, the technology they just CGI'd him, and it didn't really look. Well, they what they probably did there is didn't look really... had an actor stand in place, and then CGI the face over. Yeah. Whereas now, they can just CGI the whole thing, um, and it looks a lot more authentic, yeah. more believable. So yeah, that guy, and the guy who plays Count Dooku, uh, Christopher Lee, I think they were in Dracula to get <laughs> some sort of mummy film together, possibly back in the day. Yeah. So it's quite funny that those kind yeah. of guys ended up in Star Wars. But in general, you would recommend the prequels? Well, here's a question. Would you recommend the prequels? Do, or do yeah. you prefer the prequels or do you re- prefer the 789, the, D- the Disney boot? Uh, <laughs> that is a hard question. <laughs> 
that is a I think for me like you got two different genre, like two different time periods in terms of when the films were made where you can see the the push what the the push was for CGI in the prequels well, like they, 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 they were so new films that... into the CGR, they didn't put too, enough thought into the film itself, the storyline. No, I, I think, I think he tried to make it different. I do think he tried to make it, and that, that's what makes it unique, and it's good to go back. But I think the, the problem is, is especially in episode two, you use and episode three, you use so much CGI, yeah. like everything mm. was CGI. I think in episode one, um episode one there was some there was actually some practical effects and they did go to the locations like um they must have gone to uh where, where would they have gone probably some sort of uh there were de- uh, a sand planet wasn't they when they went to tatooine they went they went to yep. um Tatooine. yeah and it wasn't cgi yep. you can tell they're actually there so the new films it's the same plot as pretty much the originals, but at least they're trying to bring back some practical effects and actually have them on location. And of course, it's going to be the like the spe- some of the special effects are going to be CGI, but at least they're trying to give you back what the originals trying to give. But then the problem is, is where you kind of respect what George was trying to do in terms of keeping so- like keep it original, but it was quite boring. <laughs> Yeah, but that sums it up really. It's a, it's a take on it that at least it is original, and it's not the same old. Oh, let's go and blow up the uh, Death Star. Even like episode one, it, I think episode the end of episode one is is kind of like that. I I you got you got to admit that. But episode two and three, the story, you know, it, it it's not the same old. It's not that it doesn't feel like an original Star Wars film. The Disney films do. Would you agree with that? Um, a little bit, but then I kind of felt like the Force Awakens was essentially uh, a new, a new hope. It's basically the same story. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just practically the same film, and then there was there was no risk. At least George tried to oh, take a sorry. risk and yep. take it. In a I different thought direction. you were saying it the other way around, and yeah, it makes it makes more sense now what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, and that's why like people say, uh, the Last Jedi. There, there are some aspects of that I didn't like, but at least the guy who directed it, uh, the guy directed, I think it was Looper. At least he was trying to make it original and do something mm. different. Yeah, and that's what. That's probably the probably the best out of the those three trilogy because because the force awakens it's a good film but you've really got the film yeah, it's called the force the, awakens a new was hope. written for people who've never seen star wars before and it was just to get them to watch the three film the, the three new films yeah i love we, we mentioned it earlier i love that scene where palpatine is throwing the um those um stand things in the, in the oh what yoda uh, just throwing, grabbing them and throwing them. Yeah, and the music. Oh man, yeah. Great scene, great scene. So, so I do, I do highly rate episode three. I think it. There are some, there are some moments where you just like, this is really bad. Some of it is mainly like, I think the general greedous 
I think that was just like some leftovers from episode two, or they needed to somehow uh, put the plot, like extend the plot. But I think the the main story behind Anakin, like he he's in he's in love with this person, and he knows that she's gonna die, and he needs to do something. That's why he. It's not just like he's evil. Yeah. There's a reason why he's becoming evil. Yeah. And then it's turned his head completely. And the and the emperor's seen this where he's like, I can turn this guy and I can use him as my little puppet in the end. And he's completely turned his head. And that's what's uh, that's what's good about episode three. But the the previous two were like, yeah, they're right. Like you didn't. I don't think you needed to watch episode one to get. You probably could start watching it from episode two. <laughs> oh. Poor episode one. Well, I suppose, like, somewhere out there, if you really want it, there'll be, like, some sort of, like, rough cut. Episode one is genuinely a fun film for kids, whereas episodes two and three are not quite so much. Would you agree? Yeah. I think if you were bringing... If you were going to introduce a kid to Star Wars, you could start with episode one. You would probably be better starting with the kids' TV shows, but you could start with episode one, but... Right, shall we uh, reconvene after I've watched the original trilogy then? You've already seen him though, haven't you? Yeah, but that's my plan, is I'm going to watch... Four... The next is uh, Rogue One, but I've kind of seen that twice already, so we... I don't know if we need... really need to talk about it. And then I'll watch 4, 5 and 6. But like I said, I'm watching these films. I'm not having them on whilst I'm playing a video game, so I'm actually watching them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, give it a watch. The... the... There is an interesting question that I would like to ask you about those films. But you're not going to ask me until after I've watched them. Again, but I need to probably know which version you... Are you going to watch it on Disney Plus? Uh, I have a version of the despecialized edition of A New Hope, and I will be watching that, but I don't know which oh, version I have because okay, it has been updated sorry. a few times. Well, I might as well talk about the question i was going to ask you because you won't no 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 no. ask it after i've watched it because i don't want to be thinking about it while i watch the films okay so all right well you at some point if you you know when you get the chance we'll talk about yeah i mean ask you can you can ask me the question after i've watched that film and i'll try and write down (laughs) oh it's at the end of episode six so (laughs) oh well episode five and six i will watch on disney plus Oh, okay, that's great. But episode four, I've got the despecialized version. Oh, that's fine, yeah. No, it, it, it well, kinda... I do have... I mean, I have got four and five on my Plex library, but they're a DVD version. Um, oh, I, I honestly... I don't know... That's another question. Like, you do know the difference between this despecialized edition and the, and the Disney version and probably the Lucas version of it. Basically, the version I've got has got some new scenes and it's got some original scenes that were available at the time. But yeah, I know since then about two or three more scenes have been scanned in. So it's not the most sort of up-to-date despecialized version, but um, it's mostly there. So there's... Episode four, one, two, and three. Where's five? Where's five and six? Oh, there's five and six. Are, no, wait, what? One, two, watch three. Watch it on Disney Plus, mate. Four, five, and six. You, you can watch in Disney Plus. You don't need a despecialized edition too much. I, I don't think, even know uh, if there is one. I don't think people care that much. I don't. Star Wars episode four and five aren't showing up on my Plex, but I've definitely 
rip them off the DVD because I had the whole set, but I don't know where it's gone. But oh. yeah, no, um, Star Wars Despecialized is what I'll be watching. Episode 4, yeah. Yep. Oh, I've just started that. Let's um, stop that. Yep. Okay. All right. Right, we'll, we finish that there, yeah? Sure, we'll, we'll uh, continue the uh, topic once you finish 4, 5, and 6. Yep, all right. See you later. Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, give us a comment on what you think to the podcast. <laughs> Tell us if you enjoyed uh, episodes 1, 2, or 3.